In episode 18 of Personalities at Kerry, we sat down with Lauren Baum. Lauren Baum is the VP of Communications. She is the one who sends out the Monday Minute newsletter. And what a great job she does at that. Thank you, Lauren, for being so awesome. Lauren interned at Kimberly Clark over the summer. She's with us concentrating in marketing and business analytics. Let us get acquainted with the busy life of Lauren Baum in this episode. So here we are with Lauren Baum and she is on episode 18 of Personalities with Carrie. Say hi to our listeners. Hi everybody! <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice of her to be on the podcast. Like these are the, the first few ones are always the ones who volunteer and I don't have to like go in. <laughs> so that's good. So let's start by getting to know you a little bit. What did you do before coming to school? Uh, maybe just where you're from and what kind of work experience you have. Sure. So I was born and raised in San Francisco, where I lived pretty much my entire life until I came to ASU as an undergrad. So I'm a double-double. And I studied design management in anticipation of being an interior designer and took a big turn when I accepted my first role with Coca-Cola Refreshments. And I worked for them for two years where I did a really big variety of roles. I worked in logistics, frontline sales, marketing, key account management. And then the plant ended up getting sold because Coca-Cola is franchising their entire bottling system. So I ended up taking a job with one of my clients with the Phoenix Suns, where I did events and fan experience. And I had a blast doing that, but really missed CPG and was ready to take my spin back into that world. So that is how I ended up back at ASU. I had so much fun the first time. I just had to go back. And um, here I am getting my MBA in marketing and analytics. So what pro, I mean, pushed you to get an MBA? So when I was working for Coca-Cola Refreshments and I did that rotational program, I really got experience with all of the different functions and I got to see firsthand how they all work together. And ever since then, I've been really eager to learn more about that and understand the cross-functional um, capabilities in a company. So that is why I went and got my MBA. Okay. And what, uh, like you said, you were at ASU before and you loved the experience. That is why you came back to ASU, Yes. Right? Okay. That's good. And uh, so how do you manage your family in terms of like being away from them, things like that? Yeah, absolutely. So... Thankfully, my family isn't too far away. They're in San Francisco, and um, if you have a Southwest credit card, you can rank up enough points to visit them <laughs> a lot. Um, but yeah, I go home probably a couple times a year. My parents are big ASU football fans because my brother and I both went to ASU, mm-hmm. so we can get them to come down during football season. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty easy to manage seeing my family. And then actually, my brother still lives down here. So I see my brother probably about once a week. He's one of my best friends. Okay, so. so you have company. That's, yes. good. That's good to have. <laughs> uh, how was your experience in the first year of the MBA? It was um, character building, <laughs> to say the least. Um, but it, it really was a wonderful experience. I got pushed to limits and really exceeded what I knew I could accomplish. Mm-hmm. And I met some of the most amazing people I have ever been around. So it, it was a wonderful first year. Mm-hmm. And when you came to the MBA, you probably had some expectations. Are there any experiences that kind of exceeded those expectations that you can think of? You know, I knew I was going to meet some really smart people that really didn't surprise me going into a classroom and, and meeting people that are brilliant. But just how incredible they are and how diverse their experiences are. 
and how willing people are to share those experiences. I mean, you walk around the halls and you meet people and the walls are down. Like people are really willing to share a lot about themselves, which this whole series you're doing is an a testament to that of how much people are willing to share about themselves. And that really helps everybody else learn. And that's just something I wasn't expecting coming into this program. Hmm. And when you're doing your concentrations, did, did you decide in advance this is what you're going to do or over time you kind of changed it like most people? Over here, yeah, absolutely. So when I first knew I was going to go get the MBA, I knew I was going to focus in marketing. Analytics was a decision I made later just because after talking to a lot of people, um, most people give you the advice to do something that pushes you and pushes your boundaries. And marketing, while I have a lot to learn, it doesn't really push my boundaries. I have a lot of marketing in my previous experience. And I'm sure we've all heard data is the new oil. I'm sure by the time people listen to this podcast, they'll data will be the old thing and something else will be the new thing. But um, as for right now, data is really important in any function that you do. And I knew that learning how to work with it and drawing insights was going to be really critical to whatever path I chose. So I'm really happy I did. All right. And of all the courses that you've taken so far, you have a favorite one and why? Ooh, good question. I really liked decision modeling, nice. to be honest. I thought that that was a really neat course just to kind of show you how to map out your thoughts and how to make decisions and lay out information in a way that other people can understand it. Um, so I really enjoyed that course, and I'm trying to think. I feel like I'm missing some courses that I really, really enjoyed. Uh, but that one has probably been one of my favorites so far. I also enjoyed Morales's marketing course as well, just because I really think it does a good job breaking down the basics of marketing. Sometimes we get so caught up in the new technical advances with social media and marketing and whatnot that we really lose sight of the basics. So that class does a really good job of laying that out in an engaging way that in I mean, marketing is one of those subjects that some people just really like mm-hmm. don't understand. Some people love numbers and they don't like the ambiguity. Mm-hmm. And I think that class really like forces people to think. So I, I like that class a lot too. Okay. So moving on to how you got your internship, what was the process? Yeah, absolutely. So I got my internship through National Black, Mm -hmm. um, but it was actually kind of like a lucky whim. I had applied too late to the point where I couldn't set up an interview in the process or before I went to the conference. And I ended up going and talking to them at the booth and they said that their interviews were full for the weekend. I walked away and about 10 minutes later, I got a phone call saying, hey, we just had a slot open up in 20 minutes. You ready? So I said, <laughs> all right. So I, I went and interviewed with them and somehow managed to get my through with about 15 minutes of preparation. <laughs> so always be ready for the opportunity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, can you explain what your role was and um, maybe what you did over the summer? Yeah, absolutely. So I my exact title was an associate brand manager intern. So as an intern, um, as an associate brand manager intern, you just kind of learn the basics of that role. However, I focused on two projects over the summer. So the first one was, so I worked on the Huggies Wipes team specifically. Um, I know, super sexy product. But um, <laughs> so for Huggies Wipes, um, I had to find a solution to get more expecting mothers to register for wipes, which is really tricky just because when most expecting mothers are building their baby registries, 
They're ex- they want really sentimental things, and it's it was our job to try to find a way to get them to register for Huggy's Wife's More. So that was kind of my big challenge of the summer. And then I had a second smaller project that really focused on household acquisition and urban markets. Okay. What was the location of your internship? In Nina, Wisconsin. So mm-hmm. that's um, really close to Green Bay and Appleton for people that are familiar with that area. Okay. Got it. Um, and there's one question where I ask about like, what are your worst or the best decisions of your life? It's something we just want to learn from you. Like, sure. you want to make those decisions in the future. Yeah. Do you have anything for us? Um. So I really, maybe this sounds presumptuous, but like, I, I really don't have any like terrible decisions I feel like I've made in my life. I mean, some decisions have steered me in a different way than I was expecting, but I don't consider them bad decisions. But just looking back on my life, some of the best decisions I've made. I made a decision to study abroad in my undergrad, which was incredible. I never knew how passionate I was about travel. My family wasn't big about travel. And that sparked that possibility with maybe even the possibility of a global career, which was amazing. Where did you go, if I may ask? Oh, yeah. I studied abroad in Florence, Italy. Okay. Nice. Um, And traveled a lot (laughs) while I was there. So, yeah, it was incredible. So, that was a great experience. Going in, working for Coca-Cola was a great experience. That's also another interesting interview story. I literally went to the table for a free pen and it it turned into an interview. So that was also a great experience as well. So that was a great decision. Um, The decision to go work for the Suns was maybe not the smartest for my career because I want to get into CPG, but I'm really glad I did because I think I learned more about people skills at the Suns than I did anywhere else. Um, And coming and getting my MBA was also one of the best decisions I've ever made. So, Um, All right. So when you have time outside of studying for the stressful MBA, what do you do? What are your hobbies? Oh, man. What don't I do? Um, (laughs) So, I mean, I make time to exercise every day. I think, like, no matter how busy you get, and this is even for all the first years that are listening, um, make time to take some time for yourself every day. It's it's super important. So yeah, I exercise every day. Um, but really enjoy like playing volleyball with my friends. I love like getting outside and hiking and going camping. I love traveling. I love to cook um, and knit. That's a really random one, but I do enjoy <laughs> knitting. Um, and yeah, I, I could go on even if I'm really lazy one day, an occasional binge watch of Desperate Housewives. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> have you not watched the show already? Like the whole thing yet? Um, yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm go going through it again. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> okay. Do you have any pet peeves? Do I have any pet peeves? Yeah, I do. Um, pessimism mm. is, is a pet peeve of mine. Um, I truly believe in making the best of every situation and um, there are some people that just seem to complain no matter what you throw at them and (laughs) it's okay to like vent out your frustrations and whatnot but if you are just negative person all the time that really drives me nuts (laughs) here are a few questions just talking about your likes just to get to know you at a personal level so the first one would be what's your favorite movie my favorite movie is probably Friday Night Lights, which I got made fun of for that one the other day. I'm just not a big movie person. I feel like movies are like the universal thing that bonds everybody because everyone likes movies. And I'm kind of separated from that category, but I'll, I'll go with Friday Night Lights. That's like is that one. a movie that came after the show or came before the show? It came before, before the show. Before the show. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> 
And uh, then is Friday Night Lights your favorite TV show as well? No. no. <laughs> okay, then what is it? Oh man, I'm really about to step up my intelligence level here, so I'm gonna have to give it to The Bachelor. Like if I do, like if I do anything intellectually stimulating, I'm gonna read a book. Like I don't really watch things like movies or TV shows that you have to pay a lot of attention to. I'm more of a bigger reader. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but I'm a very, very big Bachelor fan. Anybody is welcome to come watch The Bachelor with us. We all watch it together. <laughs> big group of us MBA students do every week. So you so. watch all of the the. What is it called? The spin-offs, Bachelorettes, and yep. You I am a huge Bachelor fan. Like we have T-shirts made. Like it's it's a big deal. <laughs> you know what? When you talk stats and data mining all day, sometimes it's just nice to sit back and watch people that just not use your brain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. And you talked about uh, reading books. Which which one is your favorite? Uh, my favorite book um, is probably one I've read recently called Devil in the White City. Um, I think that one's really good. It's it's kind of different from most of the books I read. I really like the the CEO list books and self help kind of books like um, Thinking Fast and Slow and um, How to Win Friends and Influence People. But I think Devil in the White City is definitely. So what is this book about? Um, it's a little bit of a dark book. It's all about the building of the Chicago World Fair, and it also mm-hmm. follows a serial killer um, mm-hmm. in the path. But if, if anyone's ever even been to Chicago, I think most people will enjoy the book because there's so much of the World's Fair's history in Chicago. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I enjoyed reading that this summer. So what kind of music do you listen to when you have time? I listen to a lot of country and a lot of throwback music. Every now and then a good, like, 90s Goo Goo Dolls day or yeah. something like that is always... <laughs> Always nice to throw on the tunes. <laughs> if you had to choose one favorite artist, what would that be? Kenny Chesney, the country cool. artist. <laughs> cool. Uh, one of the questions would be like a favorite person in history that you'd like to have coffee with. Oh, man, that's a really hard one. I think I would choose Elizabeth Blackwell. Mm-hmm. And this it's really random. I did a report on her in fifth grade, but she was the first ever female doctor. Mm-hmm. And just to think about the types of obstacles that she overcame. And I mean, like, women are so lucky today, even though, like, there are some struggles that women deal with with equality. Like, she probably went through the thick of it. And just getting her understanding about how she overcame obstacles would be fascinating to hear about. So mm. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And is she around or is she? Has she oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably has. <laughs> now we go. Yeah. <laughs> Fair <Okay>. enough. <laughs> and okay, so after graduation, what do you see yourself doing? What kind of a role? I see myself going back to being an associate brand manager um, mm-hmm. for some CPG company. I'm I'm still deciding um, between my offer right now and looking at a few other companies, um, but. It, yeah, that's, that's what I see myself doing right after graduation. And in the long run, maybe 10 years from hence, where do you see yourself? 10 years from now, I'd really like to be in a GM role mm-hmm. for, for a particular brand. I love the world of consumer goods, so um, I don't see myself leaving it um, in 10 years, but we'll see. You know, everything changes. Okay. <laughs> Amazon might buy any company I work for, so I might end up in tech by default. <laughs> <laughs> Have you uh, kind of narrowed down a location? For, your, for where you want to be in the future? Yeah, I mean, so I got an offer from my job this summer and I really enjoyed working for them and would be really happy with accepting my offer, but still just looking at a few other options of places that I wanted to be. 
If you asked me a year ago if I ever saw myself in the Midwest, the answer would be definitely not. Um, but I actually really enjoyed my time there. But 10 years from now, I'd definitely like to be back in the Bay Area, closer to my family. Yeah. Sweet. And um, what is your kind of, you hinted at the advice with the first years. Do you have anything else for them? Um, I think my biggest advice for the first years is that you are doing a disservice to your education if you don't ask a ton of questions. I think there's a lot of people that are afraid to ask questions in class and ask questions to their peers. And you get these two years of your life to just learn. Like your job every day is to learn. And if you aren't asking everyone around you all the questions you possibly can, you are doing a disservice to your education. Mm. So that would be my biggest advice. Okay. And uh, once you're done with your MBA, what, how would you like your peers to remember you? Um, I would really like my peers to remember me as just someone that creates positive energy around them. Um, I remember just like there was someone that really influenced me at my last job with just how positive they were and approachable and how contagious that energy is. And that's how I'd like my peers to remember me as well. Okay. So that kind of brings us to the end. Okay. Uh, if you have any shameless plugs, you're <laughs> you, you can do that right now. I do have a shameless plug. We started a WP Carry Instagram for everybody to follow, so please follow at WP Carry um, MBA. Sorry, there's no I'm there at WP Carry MBA on Instagram. So yeah. yay, and read the Monday Minute. Woo! <laughs> yes, Lauren is our VP of communications. <laughs> so, yeah, good on you. And. Uh, anything else in terms of like how would people get in touch with you if you have social media handles? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can email me at lauren.bomb at asu.edu. You can call, text. I love to talk. So <laughs> uh, my phone number is 415-272-8212 if anybody has any questions about anything. All right. That's pretty cool. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. And we look forward to you having a successful career. <laughs> <laughs> and yep. Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you. I love that Lauren is so focused and knows what she's going to do in her life. I wish her the very best of luck moving forward. Whenever Lauren walks by, she greets us with a wide smile on her face that just makes your day. Thank you again for being on our podcast. And for those who are listening, we have come to the end of another episode of Personalities at Carry. Promote us. Listen to us. Learn from us. Thank you. Goodbye and peace.